Good morning and welcome to Bringing It to the Table. I'm your host, Dr. Foodie Amanda Plavel, and today we're going to talk about um, kind of all the rage right now is the parasympathetic and sympathetic um, balance for the vagus nerve and how it stimulates and how it can affect our health both positively and negatively. So we're going to do a breathing exercise towards the end. First, I'm going to explain a little bit about what's going on and why this matters. And especially in this now time when we're faced with um, so much uncertainty and so much concern for our health and for the health of our loved ones. So very simply, the autonomic nervous system is um, it, it's what completes all of the actions behind the scenes, the things that you don't think about, you know, your heart beating, your eyes blinking, your breath. The sympathetic side of that is the fight or flight side. And I talk a lot about this in my Retrain the Allergy Brain program. I'll put a link to the dis- to, in the description there to that. Um, because the vagus nerve is so heavily impacted in our health response and our health expressions in disease then. Um, many people are acting out of a dominance of, of the sympathetic. So the sympathetic is your fight or flight side. That's the one that will help you stand and fight or get up and go and run. That's the crazy one where you hear of these crazy adrenaline rushes. Um, you know, dad needed to lift the car off of the son that was in the accident. Those crazy bursts of adrenaline and stress hormones empower the muscles and empower the body to do things that it wouldn't normally be able to do. Uh, Fact of the matter is most of us are not lifting the weight of cars in our daily stressors and yet our body initiates that level of stress response through our stress hormones to be able to do that kind of empowered um, bursts like that to stand and fight or, or flee. The opposite side of that Um, And can you imagine the impact of that beating around inside your body because there is no physical expression then to get that that level of energy outside of the body. And so that level of energetic potential impact, the kinetic energy behind that is trapped now inside the body. You can imagine the damage that, that that must wreak on the inside of the body. So the opposite side of that is your parasympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic is termed your rest and digest state. This is the state that we should be living the majority of our life out of. They say at least 80% of our time should be spent in parasympathetic. And then those stressors where we need to have that adrenaline, cortisol, stress hormone, stress response, that's when the sympathetic is supposed to kick in and then it can retreat again um, and shut off. But most of us don't do that. We've been trained into this normal state now is for us to be living out of a sympathetic nervous system. And so this is going to cause a lot of feelings of discontent and anxiety and the feeling to go, 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 and always solve, 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 solve. Um, Something's wrong. We have to figure it out. The parasympathetic in the rest and digest state is, um, this is, this is the state where everything acts out of homeostasis. Everything acts out of serenity and contentment your enzymes are able to be produced for your food to be digested. Your stomach acidity can balance out. Gastroesophageal reflux doesn't happen because we have that balanced stomach acid and relaxed muscles. Our food can digest properly. It can take the nutrients from the cells because they're not wrapped or take the nutrients into the cells and into the bloodstream. 
because they're not wrapped in protection. They're not wrapped in stress hormones that would prevent that from happening. Because if you think about it, when you're running from the tiger, you are not stopping to think about digesting those blueberries. You're not even popping them in your mouth because the body is not concerned with um, an active digestion at that time. And that's exactly what happens to us. The blood and oxygen will shunt off of the unnecessary activities like digestion at that time. So there's a lot that happens in that rest and digest state and it would behoove us to help our bodies get back in the habit of being in that parasympathetic state, living, acting, and breathing from that parasympathetic state. And so you'll hear that one of the techniques to activate that parasympathetic is the breath. And there's many, many reasons for this, but the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in the body and it runs all the way through the body. And one of the branches that it stops at is um, just underneath and behind the lungs in the diaphragm. And so activities like singing and laughing and deep belly breathing and deep belly laughing, activating the diaphragm can really stimulate that branch of the vagus nerve, which activates the parasympathetic. <clears throat> so you'll hear a lot about um, breath work being very important in um, stimulating that parasympathetic. Um, but I'm going to teach you one particular breathwork exercise and explain how that is similar to the shift of it, just the act of breathing alone is the, the switch, the light switch from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Thanks for sticking with us. So let's get into that superhuman strength and the switch now. Now that you know a little bit about the sympathetic and the parasympathetic, um, and you can you can research stories of those crazy levels of superhuman strength. I did read the story once of yep a man had had to lift a car off of his son after an accident. I have heard stories of crazy feats like being able to hang for you know, minute after minute after minute after minute, long after the muscles would have shut down in order to hold on to the person that they were trying to prevent from falling. I've heard crazy stories of superhuman strength. Um, and that's the power of those hormones as they push into our body and, and amp us up for being able to attend to whatever the immediate danger is. And this is exactly what happens when you're in any kind of trauma. The brain doesn't realize the level of complexity or the level of trauma, however. So, um, you know, a panic about an, uh, a, an email that came in is going to feel and activate the same sympathetic nervous system that um, when your child is in danger. So there's different degrees of that, but the same hormones are being pushed out at the same time. Now, if you if you are interested in nutrition and weight loss and body theory, we know that it's those cortisol levels that can add that additional fat gain to us, the protective layers of fat. And so it's important to not live out of the sympathetic state that we mostly are living in and inaccurately should not be. And so we need to learn how to flip that switch. And interestingly enough, your breath is the key to flipping that switch. It does it every time. It does it in between every inhale and exhale. And then again, every in between of the exhale to the inhale. So we're gonna do, um, I'm gonna walk you through doing that inhale, exhale breath work. There are so many reasons that, that doing breath work to engage the parasympathetic and make that switch is important. So you'll hear 
breath exercises all over the place about getting into the parasympathetic. And a lot of it is people believe that it's, you know, it's just relaxing to focus on your breath. Um, people believe that it disengages the mind. It takes you away from the stressful thoughts that you were having. And all of that does happen. But this replica breath, you're replicating the action of switching in and out of, of the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. And practice with this will help you in your normal daily functioning life to switch effortlessly into the times that you need to be in the sympathetic back into the times where you should be in the parasympathetic. And so we're going to do this breath work exercise together. We're going to inhale for four and then we're going to hold that breath for four and then we're going to exhale for eight and then we're going to hold for four again. And the reason we do that is because the inhale and then the hold and then that exhale is when the parasympathetic is engaging. Okay, so the inhale is replicating the sympathetic activation. And so when you do take a breath in physiologically, your heart rate speeds up. You'll notice blood pressure changes. You'll notice pulse rate changes. That is the activation um, replicating of the sympathetic. And you're gonna hold that breath and then on that exhale, that is the replica of the parasympathetic engaging. The breath will calm, the heart rate will calm, your pulse rate decreases, um, and your blood pressure will even change. Do this multiple times in a row and you will notice those pulse and blood pressure changes um, being quite, quite different as time goes on. And so let's walk through um, a couple of those breaths and then we'll get, get some more input on that. So the first breath in, we're gonna breathe in for four. Hold for four. Exhale for eight. And then hold for four. Breathe in for four. Hold for four. Exhale for eight. And then hold for four. Now, things to pay attention to while you're doing this. When you are doing the inhale, try not to let the shoulders rise. Okay, <laughs> typically when we inhale and when we're in that sympathetic state, Typically what will happen is our breath will be cut short. We'll be breathing with the top chambers of the lungs. We won't be breathing deep down into the lungs and we won't be breathing down into the diaphragm. And so careful not to turtleneck when you're engaging in that inhale breath, okay? Second thing to think about is try to relax your muscles. We're so focused and we're so concentrated that it's easy to hold yourself tight and your jaw will get taut and your you're holding your teeth clenched even, um, and your, your, your shoulders will rise and your muscles in your chest get all activated. And so practicing relaxing during something like this that you're focusing on is gonna help you to have a better, healthier transition and activation of the sympathetic and then transitioning back into the parasympathetic. It's going to keep your body more at ease and able, excuse me, able to engage when the sympathetic needs to be engaged during a time when you need to stand up. And so this time when we breathe through it, 
Take that time to really make sure that you relax your muscles, drop your shoulders, relax your jaw. Do that deep belly breathing in when you inhale. Try to keep your, your turtleneck out of the way. <laughs> relax those shoulders and then pull that breath into the belly to make your belly rise. We've been trained to you know, suck it in and have a slim belly, but this is an appropriate time where we can expand that belly and engage that diaphragm. That diaphragm will help to invigorate and turn on the parasympathetic. So let's breathe again. Inhale for four. Hold that breath for four and really try to not keep inhaling. And then exhale for eight. And hold for four, trying not to continue to exhale. Breathe in for four. Relax the jaw, drop the shoulders. Hold for four, stop and take a breath. Exhale for eight, drop the shoulders, relax the jaw. And hold for four. This is a great way to start your morning. It's a great way to practice when you're um, driving in traffic. Um, when you're just when you're sitting waiting at that stoplight, you can get a good couple breaths in. When you feel yourself tensing up, when you feel you have to make a difficult phone call, you feel um, a difficult situation coming on, you can easily do this breath pattern so that you can picture um, the switch, turning on the switch from the, from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. This is really important to do as a therapy. Just like training any other muscle, it will train the muscles and the nerves to remember how to do this in natural, normal daily living, how to switch back effortlessly and easily into the parasympathetic. So we talk a lot about um, the vagus nerve in our Retrain the Allergy Brain protocol, and I'm gonna link that in the description below so you can take a look at that. But the vagus nerve is heavily impacted in chronic illness and autoimmune and the expression of those diseases and continues the feedback loop so that so what happens is when we have injured cells, they pull themselves off and they contain themselves to protect the rest of the body. Once it's healed and it's time to move back into re-engaging in the body, it does this through the vagus nerve and it needs to be in a parasympathetic state to do that. And so people that have been trained into a sympathetic state throughout their journey keep having recurring illness or new illnesses that continue to develop where it feels like you're just constantly dealing with something. If you've been one of those people that have asked, why am I always constantly having to heal from something? Or why does this um, particular flare of this illness keep coming back? And so engaging in that parasympathetic and really learning how to train and stimulate that vagus nerve properly is going to help assist your body's natural innate abilities to heal. That was bringing it to the table. Thank you for joining us. Um, check out in the description some of our previous episodes and we look forward to talking again.